Hello, everybody, and welcome to Spoilist, a game list podcast. <laughs> podcast brought to you by Game List. <laughs> oh, man. I am Jake, aka Jake Twitchin. This is Colin, aka Colleen underscore. What's going on, buddy? Dude, I'm ready to talk about some Star Wars. Yeah, it's a good time to be a Star Wars fan. It's May the 1st. May the 1st. May the 1st. Uh, it's not really a part of the. May the you know, May the 4th. It, it works. Will it apply? We're gonna, uh, if you're watching this on May the 4th, uh, put a thumbs up in chat or something. In chat. Yeah, if in you're watching comments, this in general, maybe put a thumbs up on our video. No, 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 Work no, no, hard. No. Only on May the fourth. Only on May the fourth. Got it. Got it. Uh, we're gonna spoil the fuck out of Star Wars Jedi Survivor today, and all of it, all Star Wars things that have happened previous to Star Wars Jedi Survivor. I think everything's on the table. You know what I mean? As yeah. far as the Star Wars meta commentary, if I want to talk about yeah, what happened in we're... Mando season three, I'm gonna do it. Yeah. Uh, what, no, There's no, no relation. No, I'm, I'm not, not going to do that to you. <laughs> I know. No, I know. That's a dig. That's a dig. We're, uh, we're but gonna, anything that relates gonna, to the game, we'll be good. We're gonna pop your Jedi cherry today. All right. Oh Jesus you Christ! Played the first game or the second game? Back out now. That's Actually, that is what? indeed the right move. Or it's maybe just, you're if, a twisted if, if, if motherfucker want, who wants yeah. to be here listening to shit because you're never going to play yourself. Yeah, if you don't want to play it, then keep listening. But, we're going to yeah. recap the whole story. We're going to talk about overarching thoughts, and we're going to talk about this with spoil full spoilers on the table. We've both crushed this game in three days or less, and uh, we're yeah. better for it. So let's hop right into things, and let me just throw it over to you on like overall what you think of the game. I think... So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to spit a number out, all right? This game is a 10 to me, all right? Oh, 10's wow. not perfect. A 10 is a masterpiece, right? It hits all the right buttons for me personally. Mm -hmm. Even with all the technical issues at launch, this game chugged at times on the PS5. <laughs> yeah, dude. I was watching some of your stream, and I was surprised yeah. at how many technical issues you were running into and how poorly it performed compared to... I played this on PC. So first of all, let me tell you about my big brain way of playing EA games on PC. I never buy EA games anymore. Whenever they come out, I spend 15 bucks on EA Play Pro and then play the game via their streaming service. So that's what I did for Jedi Survivor. I've already canceled it once again, so... Shout out to EA for having that. Let me no let me quest. milk that deal. No side quest. We're good. We're good. No <laughs> we got what we needed out of no. the game. Um, but my performance was good, and I don't run a very like good computer. I have like a GTX 1080 and some sort of seventh gen i7. So the fact that it was running better for me on PC than it was for you on PS5 was interesting. Granted, my settings might have been lower oh. than what PS5 was trying to output. Nonetheless, yeah. loading and times and stuff like that were rough like, to see. Right now, the PC version is broken, broken for most people, and it's yeah. the people using new cards. So I don't know what the problem yeah, is. Yeah, it seems like the higher end you go, the worse. I mean, that's part of the problem with like PC gaming. That's a very different conversation is like, you know, yeah. if you have a 4090, you want to get 4090 type results out of it. So yeah, I'm sure these are people that are mad that it's not locked at 60 frames per second at 4K and running yeah. silky smooth. So I'm sure if they ran it on the settings that I run it with my GTX 1080, it'd have fine performance as well. But uh, I had some really yeah. interesting things, and I, I kind of wrote this down. The way that we're going to do this, we're gonna go chronologically through the story and just unpack things as it happens but uh, i had some things written down here just for like general thoughts that i wanted to kick off the show with um and talk about i did have one hard crash my hard crash was during the cutscene 
where you meet Turgle really early in the oh, game. Oh, that's really early. And it was just like there was a conversation happening between like Turgle and either one of like the droids or perhaps it was oh, what the fuck is the big man's name? Big purple guy. Ravis? Ravis? Yeah. Um Ravis. where it just like the the camera went from Turgle to Ravis and Ravis said a line but I didn't see Ravis and then no lines happened but you could still hear like ambient things happening in the shot. Oh. So it kind of like okay. glitched out and locked up there. Outside of that, really silky smooth um, running speeds, except for when I first got to Jeddah with all of the sand particles and stuff seemed to really slow it down. And then terrible performance every single time I opened up the hollow table map. Like it, you would oh, think it was yeah. the most technically <laughs> impressive thing that a video game has ever done was opening this map because everything yeah. chugged so bad. That and then the funniest thing is that the respawn logo <laughs> lag oh, so badly the respawn too. <laughs> logo chugs <laughs> right on, when you boot like, up the game up the game yeah so it strange make sense. it's like a png what's going on yeah it is um, it is a very bizarre thing but uh that is yeah, indeed so i i did not have any bugs at all i didn't have any hard crashes i didn't have any like weird bugs or anything that stalled my progress only problem i had was performance it was just yep frame drops nice. and screen tears yeah and thank god i know that there's been some nightmarish conversations happening online about people losing saves corrupted data unable to even progress yeah. soft locks hard locks the whole nine yards so uh we were fortunate i rolled credits in 22 hours on easy mode and then halfway through i switched it to story mode because mm. <laughs> i'm not very good at video games but i love them i, love I just them. hit I'm looking up at the TV right now. I have my PlayStation pulled up. I, uh, according to the PlayStation, which normally it counts a little low, I'm at 23 hours, and I played the entire thing in uh, normal mode. Uh, nice. So Actual gamer. With, with moderate side questing. Moderate side cool. questing. Then yeah. the other thing that I just wanted to talk about was that this game came out, I just wanted to look it up and make sure that I was correct because it, it did feel like in my head there was a long time between fallen order and jedi survivor and i remember oh, it was like a it, it was a weird thing with jedi survivors release date i was looking at like the ramp up to this release and they did like a pretty unceremonious i think it was like at a game awards like a gamescom where they just like brought the mic to one of the developers and were like we are working on the uh, follow-up to star wars jedi fallen order i remember that was oh, the I announcement for the game like hey we're doing a sequel and it was just a guy talking um to keely and then there was really nothing until about a year ago where they had the teaser trailer and then they really yeah. ramped up like four months ago five months ago uh at game the game awards, awards. Yeah. they did the reveal that trailer was the first gameplay trailer we had yeah, yeah, and it was a lot yeah. of just, like, kind of an expanded teaser trailer. Uh, we'll roll those as a B-roll at some point. Hey, we'll roll them right I, now. If you're watching the video version, you have access to these sweet, sweet visuals. Look yeah, how good you know, we are at I this shit. I actually like that. I like their their marketing for this game because mm -hmm. it, it's the marketing started and the game was out within, like, a year. And yeah. I think that's the, I, the ideal, like, marketing uh interval i guess marketing length i don't want to be waiting for this game for eight no years, no you know um and it was only so it was 3.5 years basically three and a half years triple a came yeah. out in november of 2019 was the release date uh on consoles and pc for uh jedi fallen order which is pretty crazy three and a half years to put this game out is pretty impressive i feel like there's a Super lot of impressive. shit going on definitely built on the architecture of a prior generation's console no doubt but i think visually it looks really really good obviously we've already talked about some of the technical issues but as far as like what they created as a world this time around super fucking impressive man like this game was wild they were doing yeah. some work over here um 
Do you have anything else for like general stuff before we hop into the thing? Anything about like gameplay? Anything that sticks out to you? Um, um that you think we should mention I, at the top? I'm I'm blown away by how fun all of the stances are. Um, all right, we will get into the more that we talk about it, but those excited me more than probably anything else in the game. That's interesting. I'm on the other side fine. of it where the gameplay was fine for me. I don't I don't love I don't love it. It's fun. It's good lightsaber combat. I actually, maybe I do love it, but uh, the thing for me is like the exploration of the games. I love the traversal, the mechanics. Cal moved mm -hmm. somehow even smoother than I remembered him moving mm -hmm. in previous uh, Jedi. It's just really, really dope shit. Like, I had so much fun picking up the other skills that would add to the traversal. I think they built on everything yeah, where towards the end of it, some of the stuff that I was doing was like super impressive and I felt like I was rolled into that very uh yeah. very elegantly like i was so, never good yeah well i was gonna say it should be noted that this game starts with all the skills and abilities that you end the first game with so you yeah. have your force push and pull you have your uh single blade and double blade lightsaber you mm. have like the double jump like every traversal ability and every yeah, combat you're right. ability you had at the end of the first game you have at the start of this game they didn't metroid cool. you at all cool. um but they will so be metroiding feel, you in the future <laughs> well i don't know i don't know which i i think um i i think that helped with onboarding in this game it was super mm. fun from the rip i think the problem with that is it made the progression of the new skill trees kind of boring yeah how did for you sure. feel about super boring especially playing it at such a trivial difficulty like I did, so many of the things are like block based or, um, you know, enhancing your stims or your survivability. And it yeah. was basically all of that stuff was pretty much useless to me. You know what I mean? Um, so at a certain point, <laughs> at a certain point, I don't I was really just, know if you can blame the game for that one, but no, 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 but I was just drilling things in there, but I, I agree yeah. basically is what I'm saying. The only other thing that I have written down for like traversal as much as I liked it is there were sometimes, I don't know if this comes from just like the way that Cal handles, maybe it's because it's like respawn and some ways it feels like a third person, like apex legends type of movement with how smooth mm -hmm. it is. Uh, I always just like wanted to, uh, slide with cal oh, like me so too. many times i wanted to just be like could i just hold b and just like get a little bit of momentum I, and then jump i would press circle yeah and expect to slide now just kind of dodge forward right yeah right like yep. there is something to that like i think that would be a really cool thing to implement and it would be nice almost like a i mean think about how many 3d platformers the move is like you run and then you kind of like duck and then jump to get to get your extra little boost like your long jump in ratchet and clank or mario 64 both come yep. to mind uh, I think that could play. Maybe maybe next time. But Okay, yeah, let's hop I, into this thing and we'll unpack as we go. Go ahead. Oh, well, the last thing on the traversal, my least favorite thing, mm. is when you jump off of a ledge and you die because it fades to black before you uh, get the ground. Yeah. But you're like a foot away from the ground. It's like, just yeah. let me drop all the way down. Yeah, uh, yeah. It's very I, annoying. It's definitely but. like a push-pull on... If they don't have that implemented, there's no real universal way to keep you out of places you're not supposed to be. But I also yeah. felt like I cheesed that accidentally on a couple times, too, where I was mm -hmm. like, oh, I was supposed to die there, but actually I 
clipped onto the geometry on my way down yeah. and now I'm alive <laughs> yeah. down here. Yeah. Um, which I think set me back in like a random platforming puzzle too at some point. But okay, let's hop into this thing yeah. and start just going chronologically and we'll just take detours as we fucking get there. So the yeah. game opens up on Coruscant and I am a fucking sucker for Coruscant, dude. <laughs> Coruscant uh, is great. It looks so good, and it's like the perfect area where you're in like kind of the undercity, so it is sort of like neon and grimy down there, but still has that futuristic space feel, and if you look up, you've got all the iconic, like, you know, Star Wars Episode 2, 3, Coruscant shit going on. Um, so really, really dope visuals, awesome environments, and this is where you meet Bode, your homie, mm. for the first time. And that does not bode well. That's my joke. Don't take my joke. I'm taking your jokes. <laughs> um, and this is so funny because Colin and I had the same thought about Bode where well, way back in the day when this game was revealed, yeah. you can look at our game list reacts for the game awards and at the 142.20 mark, uh, this guy is shown on screen and I go, who's this guy that's going to betray you probably? He looks like a yeah. betrayer, <laughs> which is <laughs> just as and, good and as I it gets. I agreed. I also think I, yeah. I thought from the start that he was going to betray us, um, which he does. But yeah, and I honestly, I honestly kind of went back and forth. At first, I thought he would heel turn earlier, and then after he didn't for a while, I thought we were in the clear. And then at a certain well, point, I, I was like, "Oh, this guy's going to fuck us." Like, yeah. So that's what I thought. I so I was on his side for a little bit. Yeah. And then I was looking through the trophies. Um, I wasn't looking at like the spoiler trophies or anything, but it mm -hmm. was one trophy that it was like use the uh, companion ability with both partners ten times each or something like that. So then I was looking it up and I was like, well, how do I use Bode's companion ability or Marin's companion ability when we're not playing together uh, or we're not in a mission together? So I looked it up on like a trophy guide and it's like you better do it in this mission or this mission because you're not going to do it after that. And then that got me thinking, so Bode's probably not going to be on our team after a certain point or something mm -hmm. along those lines. Either hmm. he's not going to be on our team or Bode would die or something like that. So I was like, maybe I shouldn't trust Bode so much. Yeah, so, I was in the other camp with Bode where I was just like, I was actually like really on board. Like at first I thought he was kind of like a slimy, like almost like a smuggler archetype yeah. kind of, despite being like almost like a bounty hunter hired hand type of yeah. character as well um but after a while i was really like down like bode seemed like the fucking homie for a while oh, and i great. really dig i, I really dug yeah i dug his character i don't exactly dig where he goes but uh you know it works out but uh coruscant was really good and do you know your star wars 1313 yeah star wars 1313 developed by amy hennig amy hennig was leaning yeah. that, right visceral so. a bunch of people from visceral yep um was canceled even though it was supposedly like one of the best looking it was a fucking technical showpiece and was showed off in yeah. grand form um really really dope shit but it, it definitely evokes some of that especially in the coruscant levels just with the atmosphere that you're in um during that time so really really dig that throwback this is the closest that we've ever gotten to that no doubt but um yeah anything else from it was... coruscant worth talking about uh so that initial crew is really good yeah, the crew was great. I thought we were going to get so much more of them. So there's Gabs, mm -hmm. uh, the twins, and Beta? What was his name? I can't yeah, remember. I didn't remember any of those. Good job pulling was, Gabs and the twins. 
it was Gabs, the twins, and I think it was like Beta or something. Yeah. Uh, but pretty much you're playing as Cal and you're trying to infiltrate uh, like a senator on Coruscant to get some information from him. Yeah. Of course, things go wrong. And then by the end of leaving Coruscant, uh, everyone in your squad has died except Bode. for Bode. Yeah. So Bode makes it out uh, and you crash land on Kobo. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good uh, bait and switch too from that opening mission of like, basically by the end of that prologue, you think you're going to experience one game like one story, and by the time you crash land on Kobo, you're like, I have no idea actually where the fuck this is going because Absolutely. I thought this was gonna be like a much different thing. I thought that sender was gonna be a big deal. I thought there were gonna be inquisitors around all the time. Just wild progression. Um, Kobo starts yeah. off strong so kobo is kind of done in like three parts for this first like set here so the first thing is kind of your open world tutorial where they sort of dump you off and they say you got to go the rest of the way on foot and yeah. this is your sort of explore the open world which is definitely really cool and then once you get to the what's the name of the area ramblers ranch i don't know that doesn't Ramblers sound too far Ravine. off. Yeah, Ramblers. Sure. Oh, God. Sure. But uh, you get there and you meet Turgle. You meet a lot of characters here, basically, for the first time. So the next character that you meet is the fucking legend, Turgle, who has the same voice as the character from fucking Psychonauts, Raz. And Turgle's yeah, the homie. Invader he's Sam. a side character. But, um, you know, he's basically used as a device to introduce Ravis, who seems like a potential... I don't know, he never, and in my head, he didn't seem like he was the whole game's villain ever. He yeah, seems like the first villain, but he just seemed like he would be, oh, this is some local dingbat that I'm going to have to take down in the first level. I didn't realize he was going to be yeah. as big as he ended up actually being, and he was, you know, essentially the sub-boss. Um, but cool character. Yeah. What do you think about Ravis in general? We'll obviously talk some more about him. So I was confused, um, like, his species right like he looks mm. familiar like he's got like that star wars like do i know his like have i seen yeah. these guys before uh but turns out his species can live like until they're killed yeah and they regenerate so, shit they're little nightmare they're, i forgot what they're called like gundark or some shit like that um yeah. but they're they're a little like nightmare that. i was gonna say it's interesting like i don't know star wars has a thing for large purple beasts for some reason because you see him and you're almost like, oh, is he the Zeb type of alien? No, no, he is not that. Um, and then there's a uh, another character from Clone Wars, like a kind of a rogue Jedi that I absolutely despise and many other people do. Someone's going to comment and tell me exactly who he is. Uh, Rambler's Reach is the name of Rambler's Reach. Yeah. Good call. Um, but yeah, pretty, pretty cool, mostly one-note character. Well, not really one-note. He ends up having some pretty cool conversations later on in the story. He seems... Pong Krell is the name Pong of the Krell is guy. who I'm fucking thinking yeah, of. No, Fuck Pong Krell, yeah. dude. Do you know this character? Yeah, Have you yeah, seen yeah, that yeah, episode? Yeah, I know Pong. I know Pong <laughs> Krell. He's a jerk, bro. Real fucking jerk. Um, uh, good shit, but... But yeah, no, yeah. he's, he's, he's... You think he's gonna be a one-note character? And then actually, whenever you confront him later on... Um, I was actually kind of like, oh, dang, this guy's honestly probably not that bad. He's probably not like a bad guy. He's just, he seemed like he know. had other motives. You know what I mean? Yeah. He, uh, so he had like, 
he had been imprisoned by the Republic uh, for hundreds of years, waiting for his master, who we will get to, to, like, I don't know, let him out or whatever. And then when the Empire, all the shenanigans happened, he escaped. And then mm-hmm. that's where he, he ended up on uh, Kobo. Yeah. Um, but, you, yeah, you meet him at the start of Rambler's Reach. Um, honestly, the the earlier parts of this game are a little forgettable is that i don't know if that's yeah, right for sure it, it sounds harsh it sounds harsh but this game like ramps up it, it is a constant uphill like it's it slow rolls better you. and better and better yeah i think it does a good job of balancing like what you should be focused on in that moment where the story is super light in these opening hours but the exploration and being dumped into the sandbox and getting familiar with your movement and your skills again and just kind of getting immersed and learning some of the new functions of the town that you can build up and the bar and the npcs in this area is just a really cool way of like hey it's okay you don't need to have all that story going on right now i don't think it kind of i don't think it hinders it too much but i would agree um so you go in and oh go ahead well i was gonna say i think this part of the game stuff like struggles for me just because you're dumped into this big open area of Kobo, and that is one of the worst performing areas in the game. And it kind oh, of I had puts much, a damper on. I had much worse performance in uh, Jetta. Oh, uh, no. My, my worst performance was in Kobo, really. Kobo like was probably my strongest performance. I oh, say. okay. Yeah, no. Yeah. So. Yeah. Actually, I don't know. Uh, it was kind of universal across the way, except for Jetta had a couple of hiccups. Um, gotcha. But we ended up working our way into, bar, into the bar, and we ended up catching up with Grease. Uh, and then greasy money, baby. Yeah, Grease is fucking sick. Obviously, still the homie. I love Grease. Um, and you end up going through your third section of the Kobo, the initial Kobo visit, which is exploring underneath the bar, I guess. And this is where you meet. Is it V? Z. It's Z. 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 Yeah. Very good droid yeah, you, from the High Republic era. The High Republic, which which threw me for a loop. I was not expecting High Republic stuff in this game, but I was pleasantly I think, surprised. I want to say that during the initial reveal trailer, when they showed the guy in the fucking, uh, I always do the Back same thing tank. with Star Wars. Like I am a good, I'm, I'm a pretty big Star Wars fan. As you can probably tell by listening to this, I've got a good grasp of everything that's going on. Not not quick with names and eras and stuff like that. Just not my forte. So I do a lot of like, hey, I kind of have a loose understanding here. Let's go to Reddit and have them explain that to me, you know? So I did yeah. that after one of those trailers, and I remember the villain that was sitting in there being theorized to be High Republic era. So pretty cool. Um, but meeting V and her old Jedi Master, sort of laying the groundwork for what's to come uh, as we roll to the next spot, which is climbing the first whatever yeah, the fuck climbing we- the first array like the forest array, array. yep yep we yeah. get to the top and that's the reveal of uh dagangara right dagangara now this motherfucker is a cool villain yes and honestly underutilized man in my first yes. big disappointment of the game and the first uh, well, the I first knock that i have I do think he was- and we'll get there too but underutilized I think one of the coolest fucking villains I could have seen him doing two two games worth of being the villain and finally catching his fucking 
actual ass whooping at the end of the next game, you know? Um, yeah. All things Which, considered, I thought that this game would end on a more grim note as we were leading up to it than it did. I thought it was going to get its Empire Strikes Back style ending. Oh, uh, okay. And... Uh, I, I'm glad it didn't like i i understand like i am a fan of you have a villain and that villain is dealt with mm. you know i i'm not always the biggest fan of cliffhangers just because i don't like waiting you know yeah and i don't i, I like to see resolution so sure. i enjoyed this character i do wish we got to see a little more of him there were th- i mean honestly there were three fights with him throughout the game yeah. So we got to see more of him than really any other character. Yeah, I guess. and he was, I think he was just fucking rad. And I think his reasoning so for cool. being a villain was cool. I think everything that was going on yeah. with this character was hitting on all fronts. And again, I really love the High Republic influence. Super cool. Yes. To a point, yes. I actually thought that we might be getting Yoda in this game at some point. Uh, oh, because really? chances are are i don't know i don't know i don't know i don't know uh, and somebody if if anyone hardcore enough knows in the comments i bet they're gonna be able to fucking asterisk and correct a thousand things that we talk about today but um the only character that we know of that could have possibly intersected with this character would have been yoda because yoda is around and active and an actually is in a jedi knight during the high republic era like yoda is the character from the high republic that anchors it from the you know, standard era of Star Wars, yeah. basically. Because Yoda's, like, chilling at, like, 500, 600 years old, basically. Just in, yeah. in his fucking prime, bro. Um, <laughs> so I thought that there would be, like... I don't know. I guess if I, would, if I was writing this game two-thirds of the way through, you meet up with Yoda, and Yoda has a history flashback scene or something with Dagangara, and then he teaches you some sort of move that you use against him. You know, that kind of MacGuffin-type mm. bullshit. But I don't know. It didn't go that way. Um... We're headed off to Jeddah, and Jeddah was a cool location. Did we know that that was going to be like an active location in this game ahead of? I didn't. I always, anytime I see a desert planet in Star Wars, I assume it's Tatooine because you Mm -hmm. always end up on Tatooine. Yeah. Um, But I'm pleasantly surprised that it was not Tatooine. Um, And Jeddah was cool because we've only really seen Jeddah City from Rogue One. Rogue One. So in Rogue One, um, you go to Jeddah, and Saul Guerrera is there, mm-hmm. right? It should be noted, the very first mission of the game in Coruscant, you're on a mission for like Saul Guerrera. Saul Guerrera is name-dropped like 10 times in this game. Multiple times in this game. We saw him in the first game. And you, you can never see bring up, if you bring up his codex or whatever, it's got a fucking picture of him, too. Oh, does like, it? Yeah, I, I think it's the same up. model as, what's Last it called? Game? But like he's like mentioned and like visibly on screen. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I wonder if that was like a cut or something. I feel like that's that's Possibly. a line. Like, I mean, you meet Saul in the first game. Saul is in. He, Saul dies on Jeddah. So I, mm-hmm. I imagine by the end, Saul would be on Jeddah. But yeah. he wasn't, and we never saw him. So I really right. thought we were gonna see Saul Guerrero. Yeah, kind of crazy. Um. I, I, yeah, I was very surprised. So we head to Jeddah, which is cool, and we're introduced once again to Marin. So we're on our way to see Seer, and Marin is there, which is surprising to Cal. And you're pretty hot on Marin in the Cal. Oh, Cal. Marical? Absolutely, dude. Marical? Cal. 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 Cal.
almost yeah. gone. Oh uh, yeah, dude, I'm hot on it, bro. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm looking at the saw. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> saw model right now. It's from the previous game. Um, Got it. But no, I I love Marin, dude. Marin's and so she's cool. cool. And she's cool now. Look at her outfit. She's well. D okay, I I like her outfit from the first game better. I like her haircut from the first game better. Um. But regardless, Marin is one of the coolest Star Wars characters. Give me a game where I can play Marin. Give me a DLC to this game that's a mini Marin campaign. Mm. I want it. I love Marin. And I didn't think they were actually going to go the romance route with these two. Because normally what happens in a game is like, oh, that'd be great if those two got together, right? And then that never happens. Like, I yeah. feel like people are so, like, hesitant to put, like, romance in their games anymore. Or in any media, really. And then um, there's a moment on Jetta when Marin kisses Cal, and I'm yeah. like, "Let's Smooching, go, bro. This is this is it. This is what I wanted from the first game. I like to see a Jedi. Um, I like to see a Jedi getting down and dirty. I like yeah. it's such a common theme at this point. It feels like every Jedi has kind of wavered with the whole like, wouldn't it be cool to just bang a little bit type of thing, which is definitely like. <laughs> I mean absolutely there yeah. is even there is even some like I thought with uh what's the Jedi master's name that found Tantalor with Gera I forgot her name oh uh hold on I have the codex pulled up over here. I, I always forget her name I thought they were trying to get to Tantalor to bang too that kind of sounds uh, a little Santari Kree yeah dude, Santari they, had Kree. A, they definitely had like an unspoken yeah thing I bet they tried it just 100%. to see how it feels yeah so did Eno Cordova <laughs> and Seer no doubt, no yeah. doubt, no doubt. Dude, you know what, Cordova what about... being back is so weird just to fucking ice him out yeah. too. Yeah, he was dead in the first game, and then you you turn up, and I'm like, I literally, I think I was streaming when I met him. I'm like, I thought he was dead. Yeah. I, yeah. What? Yeah. Um, what about Sears' new tattoos? What about that her new look? I, I like it. I mean, it's all right, but it feels like. It feels like, uh, I don't know. She got real, like, culty and extremist, and it's a pretty, like, common yeah, Star Wars-y thing. It like, does feel very extremist. Yeah, yeah. I think it's. I think it yeah. was, like, a cool look, though, and it differentiates her um, yeah. character from the first game in this game, just as far mm -hmm. as, like, where she's at. But we'll get into some weird seer shit, too. Like, I have a real problem with a certain point in this game that we're sort okay. of building up to. Um Oh, it should Seer... be noted, Seer is on Jedi oh, trying Seer's... to rebuild the Jedi Seer's rolling archives. with the hidden path, dude. Yeah. And do you know the hidden path? This one I this one I saw in a uh, Reddit thread, and I didn't put it together. Is the hidden path not from Rogue One? I don't think... Uh, maybe. But okay, this is the Quinlan, Quinlan Voss. Uh, hidden path is referenced heavily in like episodes of obi-wan it's what the girl that plays the ilaria sand is working yes, for there's yes. like the underground like jedis that are trying to do a bunch of work on the lolo trying to rebuild yeah. secretly and quinlan voss's oh. name is scribbled into the fucking thing and he's from clone wars you remember him if you saw him uh-huh um, so that's I where i thought it was going him. again there's a lot of things where it, it felt like they were if you know like shallow amounts of a little bit of like star wars lore I was like, oh, we're getting Yoda. Oh, we're getting Quinlan Voss. And maybe that's me setting myself up poorly uh, and just thinking a little bit too grand for what the scope is here. But that happened to me on a number of occasions that I was like, ah, shit. So I guess that's not the route that we're going. Um, 
Jetta was, yeah, you go to see her, then you do the light beam puzzle to find the MacGuffin. Light beam puzzle was the one where you're doing a bunch of, like, tilting the lights to burn away the shrubs, and then you're gliding so that you can catch air. Oh, that was back on Kobo. Are you sure? Yeah, because that was, that was uh, like, High Republic tech. There's no High Republic tech on Jetta. Fuck, you're right, you're All right. All that's on Kobo. All right, so to the moon. <laughs> yeah so then you go to the the shattered moon this yeah. is such a cursed uh uh story recap it's okay yeah um, no, no if you want a story recap go somewhere else For um sure. so yeah so then you go to the moon the shattered moon um where there's like a base of some sort so the the forest i fucking array, love this shit dude the moon base yeah the moon was my favorite one it was the perfect size I yeah, felt like. yeah, because Kobo's quite large. It's a little mm-hmm. overwhelming. Um, the moon is a good size, and then later on, um, oh god, what's it called? Where boat boat goes later on? The Crystal Empire base. That's a good size too. It's a little small. Oh, fucking Nova Garen. Yes, yes. Um, so like you go to the you go to the moon because they're turning on this big laser that moon goes has cross saber. Oh, it does, doesn't it? Yeah. yeah. They turn on the laser that goes from uh, Kobo, and it shoots it up to the moon to a receiver up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and you're like, what's going on? So you go up there to investigate it, where you find uh, where, where you find Dagon and Ray, Rakus, right? Ravix? I don't fucking know. Oh, got it. <laughs> that's There's the so problem so now we're getting into yes so in that's where game. we get to the problem is that at this point we've now been to kovo jetta in the moon and we're gonna go back to each of these places once if not twice and yeah. it does start to blur together of like oh we're going to activate an array or find a macguffin yeah. or defeat the guy like it is just a little bit like video gamey and tropey and i think that this game is maybe it sounds stupid but i feel like it's five or six hours too long like, there's just some of that stuff that oh, could have been I disagree there. cut, you know what I mean? Like, it's nice that it's as beefy as it is, but I just don't know. It, it just goes to show you, like, you know, we're just using, like, the story as kind of, like, or the progression, the route that we took as an outline to talk about some pivotal characters and plot points here. But as you go through it and you're trying to track of, like, two parts in Jetta, go to the moon, back to Jetta, back to Kobo, back to moon, it does get a little fucking, like, what were we doing there? What was happening at that time? Oh, was this then? And I think that's a it, knock. It's definitely, it has that setup to reinforce the Metroidvania aspect to it, right? Like you finally sure. get to a door at the end that's locked and you can't go into it yet. So then you have to go. And you know what that on. did to me? It caused me. It? Well, no. Well, yeah, that too. Oh. But it caused oh, I me. Know. I thought that the Metroidvania aspects of it at a certain point, when I first started on Kobo, I did the most of my side questing that I ended up doing in the game. So okay. I, was on, I was in there, I was doing a lot of work, I was you know, running in different directions to see if I could find this, that, or the other thing. And then I ended up running into so many red walls that I was like, it's fucking pointless mm-hmm. to be doing any of this mm-hmm. side shit now when half of the stuff that I do is come back here later. I might as well yeah. just beeline the fucking story, and then once I have all the skills, if I feel like it, I'll go clean it all up. And I didn't end yeah, up feeling like that. that at the end of the game, you know what I mean? I think that's... I, I, I get that's that. like I a knock on Metroidvanias. Then it is, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think that's just a weakness of Metroidvanias because I was saying that yesterday as I was streaming it is mm-hmm. I could sit here and do side quests, but every one out of or every like two out of three paths that I go down are blocked out are blocked off. 
Yeah. Um, so it's I, I really just need to grind through until I get all the skills to open up each door or whatnot. Yeah, um, for sure. To go through, which uh, a strength that I think this game does is typically in Metroidvanias, you know, you go up to a door and you're like, oh, I'm going to need the bomb to open this door. In this game, I had no idea what I needed to open these doors. Like, I'd see stuff in the distance. And I'm like, I know I can't utilize that right now, but I have no idea how yeah, I will use that My brain that didn't even fucking go there. <laughs> oh, see, I, I was like, I was like, I don't know what skill they're going to give me to be able to use this, but I'm excited for it, I guess. Yeah. Um, which it was right around this time. You go to the moon uh, for the first time, and what do you do oh this is when you're getting you get a you're getting like the yeah you're getting one of the things because you have to go yeah. to two different places to get two things and then <laughs> am i knocking you down from a 10 yet <laughs> no no not at all <laughs> the things um, yeah you do get the things when you get the things the one thing that i do have written down here for a note is holy fuck this the music they play that force theme but it's like a really epic like ancient sounding holy version of it where uh -huh. you grab that MacGuffin that's so fucking good and we haven't really talked about the music can we talk about that fucking jam dude oh <laughs> in yeah, the, yeah, yeah. in the it. cantina what, can you play it right now can you play it while we're talking about it I got the it's fucking skills yeah it's oh, not I don't think so. I can pull that up uh, yeah um did you unlock any of the other stuff like uh in that area from the shop or sounds uh what do you mean like buying any other music tracks shop? buy stuff from whatever yeah, the fuck yeah, turgle's mom and shit like that yeah yeah i bought more stuff uh that's a trophy to buy all of her stuff so i've been working through that um lots of customization stuff um which i will say one of my complaints with the customization of this game is they took away the ability to change the mantis's paint job that was in the first game, but it wasn't in this game. Mm, yeah, um, I didn't, even, I didn't not, think of that. Yeah, I'm not huge on customization. Like, my guy was pretty vanilla most of the time. Yeah. Um, but I do like changing the paint job of the Mantis, and that was not an option. I liked also, grabbing the fucking headband hair for Cal. I felt good about uh, that. Uh, also, yeah, just so you know, in the background, we are playing Ebb and Flow, which is the number one track <laughs> on that fucking jukebox. Well, what a jam! Well, yeah, funny enough, it's also the most streamed one on Spotify too. Is so it really? Like, yeah, it's the most nice. popular one. Um, it's it's way better than it has any business being. Uh, I play it for some of my stream intros and stuff. Are way better than they have any business being. Yeah. Like, it the if you find like the uh, what, what's it called like the jukebox quest line or whatever to find that yeah. boy. So good. Yeah. Um, oh God. Yeah, that was. It's so good. It, it makes the canteen, canteen, the cantina, the bar feel so alive. The bar really grows over time. Um, like more people, more conversations. Um, yeah. It starts to feel very alive. The bar starts to feel as alive as Hogwarts did in Hogwarts Legacy. I guess in a really small capacity. Yeah. It's just in a, a very small couple capacity. rooms. Yeah. Um, yeah. So speaking of really good things, the next part of the game is, I believe, back to Jeddah, where you end up in the crazy fucking drill fight, yes, <laughs> trying to save uh, Brother Man. And let me yeah, tell you, that's the coolest part of the game. It was the probably the yeah, it was the best set piece in the game, without Absolutely. a doubt. 
without yeah. a doubt such cool feeling progression through it too like getting all of the moves the dashes and shit like that down and then utilizing it in such a way that you're rolling through those fucking portals and stuff is an absolute blast dude oh, I had so a really fucking good time with it um that's also when you yeah that's when you unlock the dash the air dash mm-hmm. which is really fun yep. um and that that is when Marin kisses you for the first time because like you guys oh, yeah. are like in a rough spot and the drills coming for you and it, for for those of you who are curious this is like a drill from like the clone wars that the separatists use to drill into like the camino bases mm-hmm. um that's what i thought it was at first i was like why do they have this clone wars drill but i guess this was an empire like retrofit or something yeah like the new version that we've just never seen before yep so it's a huge drill that looks like an octopus or a squid or whatever super cool uh, and then yeah and then you guys are like cornered and Marin's like do you trust me and cal's like yes so then she kisses you and does like witchcraft and then you start flying around and jumping classic through portals. if i had a yeah. nickel bro <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, girls always be kissing you and then doing magic dude that was the best that was the best set piece in the game the music was wonderful this this game nails the music all the way around um i mean it, it's it's very important for star wars to always nail the music i guess um but it, it, it was great and then you go I'm trying to remember gosh this is yeah it does get kind of difficult to remember where You're you damn go right with um, um the next thing is the Luker Hulk back on Kobo. Oh, so the Luker also Hulk I sick. think is my favorite part. I'm a I sucker for um the prequel stuff. Yeah, so the prequel trilogy influence all over this game is so fucking good, dude. And the Luger Hulk is where they have it in spades. It's B1 and B2 battle droids like it's going out of fucking style. It's the uh rolling little nightmare bubble droids for the first time which are so fucking cool to see so much fun yeah dude just it's just really good shit and then once you're in like the luger hulk it's not as like i thought it would end up being my favorite part of the game like for a visual aesthetic goes but that ends up being um the what's it called place the nova garen sky oh nova garen okay yeah yeah yeah. just because it's Um, like that super clean um Star Wars spacey mm, yeah. looks like the interior of like the Death Star or a Starfighter. You know what I mean? Like it's the it's the most yeah. quintessential Star Wars interior, basically for me. But the Luger Hulk comes yeah. close to that early on. And again, I so, just love the Episode One influence there. I think this game does such a wonderful job of having like a sense of history. This one and the previous one, because mm. you're flying around or whatever, you're going to all these areas and you see these crashed Clone Wars era ships, and you're like, oh, there was a battle fought here. Uh, like in the previous game, you go swimming around like a Republic, uh, like uh, frigate Drop or whatever, think, and you, right? yeah, or something like that. And you have like floating clone troopers in the water and everything. Mm. And in this game, you go to the Luker Hulk, uh, which is the um, droid equivalent, I guess. And you know they're cra- they're crashed vulture droids. And then um, like Ravis is using an LAAT to fly around in. Um, and it just, it feels like a world that has adapted to survive using technology of the past. Yeah. Um, and, and it, it, I just love any clone wars reference that I can get, uh, anything about the clones or tech from that time. And the Luger yeah. Hulk section is the section when you get it the most without a um, doubt. Yeah. It also ends that segment with, uh, 
some pretty cool shit. It's, uh, to me, the most badass boss fight of the game. It's where you see uh, Garen start to, like, showcase his fucking power. Okay? He kind of is, yes. like, fresh out the back to tank. And uh-huh. in this part, uh, this is the second fight with him. He doesn't have the force hand, which he ends up growing. But he is just yeah. using... He's... The- What's the yeah, medical term? Nub. Hospital nub, play? Oh, okay, nub is what I was gonna nub. fucking say. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Call I thought there was or stump. We call it stump a lot too. Jesus, uh, is that really what you guys call it? Yeah. What's the bedside manner way to say? Talk about that thing. Well, when we talk about people like having like, like sometimes people get infections on their amputation site, so we call mm-hmm. them stump infections. Dog, no, oh, that sounds wrong. That's oh. what my uneducated ass would say. <laughs> um, yeah, That's so it. funny. I was gonna call it stump. You can't take stump. I, I am stump. Um, but so cool, dude. Yeah. Him just kind of like fucking shifting and just literally holding that lightsaber He's, out with the fucking force is some of the force. coolest shit in the fucking yeah. world. Uh, there's cool. a bunch of cool He's lightsaber bad. maneuvers. One of the ones that it's uh, so good. dude, this is. Jumping ahead, but did you fight a pair of like bounty hunters holding lightsabers at one no, point? No, no, I did not get. I fought <sighs> a couple bounty hunters with lightsabers, but not a Dude, pair. Of I just stumbled upon this when I thought I was going on the critical path, and I wasn't. Was and one of them does the half and the other half, or whatever. I don't think because so. I, oh, I have a quest for fighting like the half and the other half, or whatever. Maybe though, I don't know. It's the only two-person fight that I had against like actual like humanoid type characters but one of them had a double-sided lightsaber and does the move that cal does in the first one where he fucking turns the lightsaber off and then fucking ignites it again so that it would like ideally the blade would fucking go through him and cal dodge it's dude it's so fucking sick it's so good but really good and that's the one that uh bode comes through for you too and fucking z is there you're on the z rescue mission after you fight him and z has the line it's the only i think quote that i wrote down this entire time but she delivers it so well and it's two warriors at the height of their power bound in brotherhood this is the stuff of legends which is I did not so fucking good, dude. I, I did not. I did it's not. right after, like, they both do some badass fucking escape type shit, and it's just awesome. Well, I think uh, I was probably messaging you at that point because this entire time when something crazy would happen, I'd send you a message and be like, dude, bro, he's yeah, fighting I get it. with two lightsabers when he only has one arm. Yep. yep. Uh, it was great. You also so right about the- see the conversation between Ravis and Garen about. Ravis fulfilling his debt and trying to retire. (laughs) It seems like he's just kind of kind of over it. Um, which I get, which I get, bro. It's hard out there. Yeah, and it was right around this time, I believe, that I started to think like, are we any better than the Empire? Like we keep talking about how the Empire stops at nothing to get what they want, and they just tear through everything they see. And I'm sitting here thinking. I kill every animal and every being I come across just to get what I want. Am yeah. I any better? As like Am a I... player character, Cal is like a very shitty Jedi. Uh, and oh, in general, absolutely. that's like a big problem with the Jedi and like a bigger Star Wars concept. It was like the idea of the gray Jedi and how like there is no like altruistic righteous path to fucking take. Like, yeah, it's it's a cool Star Wars concept. I think the short answer for Cal is fucking hell no. He's doing his own thing. He's very like 
there's a lot of echoes of Ahsoka to me for Cal in like his training and like where the majority of it is taking place outside of the bounds of like a an actual typical Jedi order being in place. Um yep. so I feel like they're kind of fast and loose with the rules, which is rad. But um Yeah, I I think like Cal would not be a Jedi if the order was still around. Like no, based he'd be on kicked his out. actions. For sure. Yeah. Um but it it I, I'm trying to formulate words here. Um he he's not he does start to struggle with the dark side later on in this game, which I think is really cool. I'm glad they went sure. that direction with it. Um but he he also asks the question, I believe right around this time, or maybe it was a little after, of am I doing the right thing? Like am I am I am I on like a righteous crusade or am I like lowering myself to the empire's level? Right. Mm -hmm. Um, he, he starts to question his own motives, which I appreciate. Um, because everyone in this game, I, I think they do a really good job of all of the villains have good motives. I, I liked all of the villains in this game. Um, so not to jump ahead, but I do not agree with that. I think Bode is okay. like super fucked at the end. Like I, I will be asking you to <laughs> justify. Okay. Um, okay. No, that's totally totally fair. I think I think the um, other two do, and again, that's again getting at like kind of my core issues here is like, I think Garen and Ravis, prime time, dude, so good, and I think Bode so good until a certain point. Um. The next yeah, spot I, though is, yeah. I was just gonna say with uh, Ravis in that fight, like that section of Kobo and then Moon kind of blend together is it's basically like pursuit of Ravis. And then it gets to like yeah. basically the Ravis finale, which is which we, fucking we killing his the, ass, dude. We go from the Moon to the Lucre Hulk back to the Moon to kill Ravis. It actually depends on which order you do that in. For me, I went Moon Jetta. Because oh. you get, that's the only oh, branching okay. point in the thing where you have to go get the two MacGuffins or whatever. Oh, I thought we already got can, the two by this point. Yeah, you already got the two MacGuffins, but you can do them in either order. So you can go to the moon or back to Jetta at that point. Oh, okay. So, so I, I did. I went, I went immediately. I was like, I want to go to the fucking moon. You went to yeah. Jetta. So I went to the moon and then Jetta. You went Jetta and then the moon. Then you went back to Kobo and then back to the moon. Whereas I went moon, back to Jetta, back to Kobo, back <laughs> to the lost. moon. I, it's so I fucked. I'm telling you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, That's a, a problem. Um,. Ravis' ending in Cal just straight up fucking killing him, given a warrior's death, was so sick, too. Like, I liked that. Mm -hmm. I think that's good closure, and he's a cool fucking character. I also oh. think um, Ravis, like, Ravis talked in the past how um, Dag invested him in combat, so he was forced to follow him. So then yeah. as a player, I was like, okay, well, I just bested him in combat. Can I ask him, can I, like, force him to follow me? So Cal he asks tries. Question. Yeah. He tries. And then Ravis He's is like, like fucking no. over it, bro. He, uh, yeah. yeah. And then we end up killing Ravis. Um, yeah. Which was a good. And I love that. I like the Cal be fucking murdering fools, dude. Yeah. Um, yeah, absolutely. You'll never guess. Oh, that actually the Ravis fight is where I knocked down the difficulty. I died to Ravis a couple times. And I, I went down I to story mode. Yeah, I went down I to story gonna, mode. I and I fucking. Dude, story mode is so trivial, though. I feel like the jump in difficulty from 
story mode to easy mode is gigantic. And even like easy, like I could have like mustered it and tried a couple times, but after I died twice, I was like, "Fuck this!" I'm trying to get I through, to trying Ravis to enjoy my Star Wars story. I will say, once. there's a method of thinking where the ideal way to play this game is actually on story mode, though. Like, just as cool like, as the combat is. Yeah. Slicing through every yeah. enemy like fucking butter is so sick, dude. Like <laughs> the fucking power fantasy halfway through, as far as like when I changed it, felt perfect. Um, we go back to Kobo here, and we meet Scuba Stev, which is super on the nose for a funny character name. It's Scuba Steve, oh fucking Big Daddy or whatever. Scuba. <laughs> I love Stev. Scuba. I literally have I have a note. Irish slug guy named Scuba. Yeah. Um, I think I met him earlier than you because I was exploring. Because yeah, you can find probably. him earlier if you just explore more. But Scuva is great. Have you? I, 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 well, I guess you haven't really done. I only interacted with him that one time. Oh, that's <laughs> tough. He tells he tells all sorts of stories about his fishing journeys, and he goes and you'll meet him in the world at different like ponds and stuff. And he'll go fishing, and he just jumps off his little boat and like plops into the water, and it makes like a little like like boop sound whenever he hits the water. Like a turd hitting the water. Yeah, pretty much, yeah. Yeah, um, I don't have to hear that to know. I know. Also, also on the Shattered Moon, I wrote down um, Grease. Grease, whenever you kill uh, Ravis and you're leaving the moon, I believe this is when it is, you get back to the Mantis and Grease is singing, and he's singing, uh, you're running for, should I sing this? Sure, you, you should sing yeah. this. I don't oh, know okay. it at all. He said, he said, uh, you're running from a blaster, better run a little faster to Pi Loon Saloon on the Shattered Moon. <laughs> and it's like, bro, <laughs> Grease, you are wonderful. I love He's everything that Grease. I love everything. I don't that think I heard that. It was in a cutscene. Oh, all right. You cool. probably missed it. It was late last night when I. Um, Makes sense. Um, on Kobo, this is where you get the electro dart. Oh, also we picked up the balloon jump as well. Just more Metroidvania tropes. The electro dart to me is like super annoying. Like I didn't love. That's just like a yeah. here's like an annoying like menu-y thing you need to do. Like the fun of. It would have been better to me if it would just kind of like highlight the thing and have you like press Y press to activate button. it, yeah, as opposed to like pressing down and then trying to aim the thing. It's just kind of, kind of annoying the same way that. I guess there was more of like a mechanic for the painting the explodey shit. A little yep. more satisfying. Uh, but the one that you get the moon, the balloon jump, is actually kind of rad because it adds to the traversal. Fun. Not so bad. Yeah. Um, so this actually is a pretty cool section. Once you get in there, you're kind of storming the Imperial base. This is where you're going high up into the fucking sky with Bode. And you fight Rick the door technician, dude. Rick? The door technician. Was okay, that on you were playing on normal. Normal, yeah. Is, we're on we're on Kobo now. Um, or oh yeah, this is the going to the, the observatory the area. Yeah, correct. Yeah, the Oculus or whatever. Yeah, we're trying okay. to get there. We're getting to the elevator. The, Rick is the last person you fight before the big ass elevator. I think that brings you like into the sky and you get the crazy view. Yeah. So Rick, um, the door technician. So wait, uh, how difficult was Rick? The, so for me, Rick, the door technician was a one hit kill. Oh yeah, no, he was he was just he was a one hit kill just like all the other like baton. <laughs> okay, dope. Uh, <laughs> that yeah. was so no. fucking good, dude. It's so funny, dude. I stopped. I laughed out loud at that. It I was said, like before his like title card could even come off the screen, he was laying fucking slumped on the ground in front of me, cutting ass. So I saw him at the end of the room, and I was like, 
looks like a boss fight. Like the way yeah, it dude, it's so funny in. the way it is teed up. And I walk into the hallway, and he says like a line of dialogue. He's like, "I'm not letting you through," or something along those lines, and starts charging at you as a a, like a full screen health bar appears. Rick, yeah, the door dude. technician, <laughs> and I just parry him once and stab him, and he's just dead. And it says it's literally like legendary foe defeated or something like oh, that. Oh, so fucking sick! It was so good so good i love when games like just do silly stuff like this like yeah i think this game was like you know what we're we're being a little too serious for the, the past couple areas yep let's just lighten up a little it was bit. a good moment let's of levity no some, doubt it was a great and it was moment. the best like um there's been a trend of that happening i feel like the best like example recently has been uh opening fight scene of ragnarok where you fight thor and you die um, and then you fucking respawn you know yeah. you like use the so, like crunch they do that here twice and i don't do think it works here. very well they kind do that here stupid. kind of twice yeah one of them was really stupid uh we'll get to that um oh, but then the we go we take really that yeah because you respawn as somebody else it's fucking ridiculous oh i liked it i thought it was uh, it's okay um, um okay they, so we get they, up they, there they just like sing their name on the screen bro okay they just like okay. see their name uh the next thing is getting up into the fucking sky dude yeah you're gonna talk when i sneeze oh well i mean that's where we were at right <laughs> was we were in the sky we were we were right at so the that was for me final I think fight. it came down to like when I was talking to you I was like this is my favorite part of the game which it's tough it's a tough call between that and that big set piece from uh Jetta. the drill yeah with yeah. uh Marin where I think that one that one is like gameplay wise more fun and it's concise and it's like this like 10 minute block this is kind of more of like a full level that you're spending all the time in outside and puzzle solving and stuff but I loved this shit the tie fighters in the fucking sky and all of the so views good. that you get above kobo was ridiculous it was so much better than i thought it would be really like show stopping shit in the distance. yeah hey, just hey, the hey, dome show, of it show, too. show my picture show my picture to the to to the video viewers i right, guys okay what picture? this is where i'll talk about it the photo mode picture with the lucre hulk in the background oh my god I, you're such a fucking nerd i started doing photo mode and i don't know why i did it in this game right whenever we were at that area um and it looks so cool you can see like the lasers going into the sky and then the lucre hulk in the background because you're so high up the lucre hulk's gigantic you're like level with it um yeah it is it it's is a beautiful cool. scene beautiful scene pretty good shit yeah. um i i like this section there's like not that much to really talk about for this section no. you're more just like ascending into the air with bode and then yeah. we're about to get into like the real shit. So, oh, this is the area where I fought those two Jedi, um, or they're not two Jedi, two bounty hunters that were using lightsabers. Maybe I did fight them, and I don't remember it because I definitely they were both gold area. lightsabers too. Um, okay, so it's the last Dagangara fight where he has a fucking force arm, and uh, we just kill his ass. Not much to it, yeah. right? No, I mean, we, we kill him. We fight and beat the guy, and it's a pretty telegraphed false ending to me. Oh, yeah. No, I thought, I was like, is this the end of the game? 
Um, I didn't think that. Like, I was like, I was like, okay, so we're at like that weird point where something fucked up's gonna happen. So well, I, I immediately also, start getting super sussy. Yeah. Like, well, I I was like, I was like, there's no way it's the end of the game, but it would make sense. Yeah. Like, this is the big bad. Where do we go from here? Question, Correct. Which know? I don't, I don't love. I don't love this. This is where I start to like start to have problems. Like for the first thing, I actually don't have problems with it. I have problems with it in retrospect on where it kind of leads. I took a lot of just like kind of like emotional notes here, but um, I just tried to kind of like keep up with like my thought process and respawn. You can hire me. I'm available. I'm ready to roll if you want me to help you with uh, Star Wars Jedi 3. But uh, the first thing that I noticed is after we kill Dagon, Bode says he's going to stay behind. See if there's a manual for this thing or something. I was like, they pretty much always say they're going to stay behind, but it feels really weird that Bode's going to stay up there with the dead High Republic Jedi. So I thought something was up with Bode right off the jump. But then we go back to Jedha to talk to Seer and report in on the fucking good news. Right? Oh, mm. okay. We're fucking something up. There's actually something cool with the way that we do kill him. We kill him by using, like, a force vision. Yeah. We distort reality, and we make mm -hmm. him imagine his old Jedi Master? No, his old girlfriend. That was his Jedi Master, but yeah. Or Padawan, actually. All the way around? Who's who? It was his girlfriend. They're not girlfriend boyfriend. They're fucking. It, it was what is name? What's her name? It's the it's the other High Republic Jedi, the black girl. Yeah, his girlfriend. Okay. Uh, so there's some there's some force mind trickery going on there, which I think is new for an introduction to the Star Wars universe. I don't know if I had heard of it before, but we then go back to Jedha to report on the good news, and everything feels fucking off to me, dude. The second that we get to Jedha. And we're reporting about like what's going on and everyone's standing outside and celebrating and sitting at the fucking campfire and Cal offers to move the fucking relocate Sears people, the hidden path to Tantalor and Sears just immediately like, yes, let's do it. Like everything just started feeling really fucked up. So what I have written here is something so off. Sears accepting the relocation immediately is weird. Everyone's bailing. <laughs> Bode's acting fucking weird and cryptic and bullshitting me. <laughs> Cal's retiring and laying up with Bay. Has this dude been mind controlled since the battle with Garrett? So that's where I thought everything was. I literally thought up until the point where he has that conversation with Bode one-on-one, like -on -one, I thought that everything was, yeah, the inverse of what happened with that Gara fight, where I thought Gara was actually playing like a long con and he was going to reveal himself to be Bode or show up at that campfire and fuck things up and start murdering people or something like that. I thought that it was the exact inverse where Cal did a little mini mind control to think that he got the jump on him, but actually Cal killed Bode and now Gara was Bode and that reverse shit would reveal itself. Do you follow what I'm saying think, here? No, I, I did have the thought whenever Cal killed Gara, I was like, was that, a, was that actually Bode? I was waiting for like the swap to where like it felt uh, where he, Dagon was like uh, putting a skin on boat or whatever. Yeah, um, like there was. It felt like there was something weird going on with the way that everything was being handled in that scene too. Like I felt like everybody mm -hmm. was acting slightly out of character and was giving me more fuel to that thought of like, why would Seer just be like, "All right, let's go." Are you talking? Oh, you're talking about at the dinner, like at the, like the campfire scene, right? Yeah. Oh no. Okay. Well, here's here's what I'm thinking. Here's 
I didn't have a problem with any of that. But also the whole time I was sitting there thinking, why is Cal not sitting beside Marin? He's sitting across from her. They could be like holding hands right now or something. In front of your I fucking think, Jedi Master, bro? Absolutely. Dude, she's chill. Sears chill. It's all I, really I weird. Think, I think I was, my horniness blinded me during that section. Apparently I, so. You're hot for Marin. <laughs> no, no, I thought, <laughs> I didn't think it was that weird. I was... I mean, it makes sense for Seer to want to find somewhere safer. They already just had to evacuate one of their like satellite campuses uh, to prevent the Empire from finding it. So it makes sense to me why Seer would want to go somewhere safer. I do think there should have been more questions of like, is this place safe? Like, yeah, why? for sure. Like, what what caused things to go poorly in the past? Like, yeah, it you know, all felt like back, there was just some irrational shit going on. Well, I think the entire game had some irrational stuff going on because if we look back to when things went bad for Dagon, um, it was when raiders or whatever invaded Tantalor. But how did raiders ever get to Tantalor in the first place? How did they get a it was compass the Jedi... to go there? I don't think it was No, they got raiders. invaded by it enemies the... of some sort. It wasn't Jedi attacking them. It was yeah, I guess you're right. the Jedi were there training and they were attacked by someone. So I was like, if they can get there... Why can't other people get there? Yeah, um, I don't know. The, the whole Tantalor thing to me was like, is Tantalor how they write off Cal and his group? Are they just going to settle on Tantalor forever? And that's why they never appear in any of the The answer to a certain point media? is yes, I think. Like, I think so. Um, I think so. It's almost like a different world between worlds type situation with Rebels. Like, now that you have people that are sort of like off the grid or in these like untraceable pockets, you can sort of have them loop in and out of stories however you please, which is a good way to get around like a series that's essentially a series of retcons. <laughs> like, it is, I mean, it is, yeah. Um, but I mean, they uh, never could have planned for this back in the 70s when George no. Lucas was writing the originals. Yeah. Um, but it does introduce these like canon questions. Um, but I overall, I didn't have a problem with this section. Um, I was happy to celebrate kind of waiting for the, uh, the, uh, when everything hits the fan, you yeah, know, at this point, the story is feeling really weird to me. I don't like where it's going. And the fact that I build up another, once again, for the third time I've got in my head, this idea of something that I think should happen. And I think would have been cool. <laughs> like, I'm like, fuck, I wish he was I, getting forced mind controlled because now I have to like sit with the fact that these people weren't acting weird. They were just acting normal, but they're just happened. They just happened to be weird. It just didn't, didn't sit see, right to I me. And you, then in my head, I've got like set a, set yourself up for disappointment more than anyone else. I know. Respawn. If you're watching, if you're listening, I, I think, you're, <laughs> I think, I think that's some dope time, shit, dude. <laughs> every time you're disappointed, it all boils down to, you expected it to be this, but it was actually this. I think I'd just go in like, yeah, like but when you expect brain mode and just uh, consume at the time, you know? Yeah. If you go in and you expect good pizza and you get bad pizza, you're disappointed. I got good pizza this entire game. This whole, I game got okay pizza. pizza to me. I got pretty good pizza. I had a color. I had a good pizza with a bad slice every once in a while. I, I thought, <laughs> you know what I, I mean? Like they did a bad job spreading the sauce and then there's too much cheese over the crust. to go no, burn. no, I disagree. All right. But so this is a this is a thick this is a thick section and we're dwelling on like the first third of it. Um, Bo double crosses. Blah, oh, blah, blah. Oh, oh, you're skipping an important part. Hold on. At the campfire scene, He's they all retire. go their separate ways except for Marin and Cal. 
and God. they have a chat. <laughs> fucking and Marin Cal worshipper on this fucking podcast. I'm trapped and, with right now. And Marin <laughs> says something along the lines of uh, wisdom, something, something, and Cal's like, "That sound. You're starting to sound more like a Jedi or something." And then Marin says, "Well, they got some things right." And then Cal mm. says, "Well, you know, they got some things wrong too." And yeah, like boning. Dude, he absolutely <laughs> like her sticking up, bro. P's and V's. He, he said, he said they got something wrong too, and then he grabs her hand. I think like, I, like, I think I was in your stream at one. No, it was at the one prior to this. But one of the points, I just typed in all caps. Teach him sex. <laughs> and dude, literally. Literally, he's like, bro, I, I think I want to, like, settle down with you or something like along those lines. Yeah, I'm dude, like, that's still... Let's go! That's still... And so I'm over here thinking, like, yeah, this is some fucking phony-ass bullshit. This is absolutely Dagangara no, is mind-controlling this fucker to give him, like, this no. stupid-ass fantasy that could never come true. No, I thought exactly my, my version of Star Wars Jedi Survivor is so dope, dude. <laughs> No, it's an 11. Star Survivor, he ends up a virgin that's yeah. all alone. No, he can still hit, but it, he just wouldn't nah. be so simpy about it. Okay. No, be simpy, bro. If you get a baddie, be simpy to a baddie. I don't care. Yeah, okay. I'm yeah. just saying. Uh, I'm just saying it, I could still chalk it up as being some fucking bullshit. Well, Go double I crosses. That was great. And then they start making out and... I yeah, dude, they, they fucking kiss me. <laughs> yeah, dude, you're such a fucking coomer, bro. <laughs> you're over here sending me, you sent me a screenshot of them kissing, and I fucking typed back, cringe. Put it on screen right now, put it on screen right now. Cringe, bro. I took a, I couldn't go into photo mode, so I took a screenshot of them making out. Stop posting cringe in the group chat. <laughs> And I said, I said, bro, this is it. This is it. it. Um, I know that was my favorite part of the game. Uh, (laughs) Holy um, shit! So, um, and then, then everything goes goes to hell, right? Um, Yeah, Bo double crosses (laughs) as we knew as we knew eventually that he would, and then. It is kind of a cool series of events. You chase Bode on the fucking speeder bike, which is pretty fun. You love a nice speeder. And that was that was a Chekhov speeder. We had dri- we had ro- like walked past that speeder on multiple occasions. We had and I've, like yes. looked at it and I've been like, I want to ride that fucking speeder. And sure enough, it's sitting there waiting for us. Felt yeah. nice. Um, really dope, really dope. Cal gets fucking knocked the fuck out, and then it does the revive thing, and you revive as Seer, which is it doesn't make any fucking sense. Respawn. Not revive. Um, it should be noted that, um, what's his name is dead now. He got shot by Bode on the way out. Oh yeah, they killed the old man. Yeah. Um, yeah, so you wake up as Seer, Mm. and Seer is like... You respawn as Seer, I don't know why they did that. I liked it, I thought it was a good, like, transition. I guess maybe you're respawning Cal, arguably, because Cal then again does show up a little bit after, so maybe it's just like... I I thought it it was a weird transition. transition. I thought it was a good transition. I think just kicked like, me over to it. I was not expecting it. I wasn't expecting to play a seer at all. Um, but you, you respawn as seer. I have another seer. transition gripe too coming up. 
Mm. Um, so good I, though. This section's so good. I gotta stop. Oh, I can't. I can't knock any of this. The whole seer section is sick as fuck. The seer section, dude. You're one hitting like everything, even on everything, dude. And she is so bossy in the way that. So her attacks are actually the same. I realize this after the fact, obviously, but when you tap into the dark side later on. The moveset that Cal gets, the way that he acts in the field, he kind of gets like yeah. more lungy and pokey with his lightsaber. Yeah, it's yeah, the yeah. same moveset as Seer, basically. Okay. Only it's not okay. slow mo. So that's where you first feel like that kind of like impact. It's so fucking good though. Like it plays so well to the point of like, holy shit, are we gonna play a portion of this game, like a big portion of this game as Seer? And the answer is not really, but you play more seer than i thought like that's like a full-on level like you're out there you're yeah. platforming you're doing puzzle solving the fucking launching the missiles uh the big bombs with force push <laughs> into the atats and the atsts and shit was so fucking cool um just really a fun fucking section and then <laughs> dude when you finally get make it to the mantis with seer he walks in and fucking Grease kicks open the door to the Mantis and he's quad wielding, bro. Dude, he has <laughs> he has four guns on. He says, "Hey, hey, what's up, bro?" Quad wielding, on? dude. What it a fucking great. legend, legend. Ah. So they put the plan in place and then fucking Vader shows up, dude. Vader, I and did you expect Vader to show up? I, I didn't did think they were gonna not. do it again. Like, yeah, that's why it caught me so off guard. I'm so glad that they did it too because it's arguably. Absolutely like the most surprising thing which game is it is battlefront 2 the one where you stumble upon to like luke fighting frogs i think so in the cameo. there's a game there's like a bad cameo of luke skywalker at some point in the like yeah. modern star wars stuff. i want to say it's and two i was like expecting to have a cameo akin to vader but have it be like, I guess my theory was, like, Yoda for a long time. Remember, like, Yoda coming in to help out or something like that? Or maybe, like, another villain or something like that? I don't know. But I didn't expect Vader double dip. And the best part no, of, like, either. Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order was the ending when Vader shows up. Because yeah. you got Cal at the peak of his abilities. You just fucking wiped the floor with the Inquisitors. Like, you just basically, you just beat the game. And you're feeling on top of the world. You're the badass. You just beat the hardest fight in the game. And then to just show the power of Vader to show up and fucking mop the floor with Cal is just yep. like, man, every time Vader shows up, whether it's a Rogue One fucking Star Wars, like Star Wars Rogue One hallway scene, or fucking the Obi Wan rematch at the end of the series, like this era of Vader just being at the top of his fucking game is so sick. And for so him good. to show up and give Seer the business. And then also like a good point for Seer to come so close to actually getting him too was really dope mm -hmm. to like show Seer's power level. It just like enhanced it again, even further. It was, it was really fucking good. It was really yeah. good. Can you show my pictures again? Yep. Yep. Um, the, the the Darth Vader fight was so good, and whenever you damage him and set his like cape on fire, and he's like all fire. Yeah, dude, he comes back not happy. It's so good. It, it's absolutely beautiful, and and this fight does a really good job of showing how large Darth Vader is and how mm -hmm. like imposing he is. I felt genuinely scared whenever Darth Vader was charging at me, and at the end. His moveset evolves throughout the fight, and at the end, he's just whamming on you as hard yeah, as he dude, can. Yeah, dude, he's a fucking badass. It's, it's really th there's sick. No, 
there's no universe. I, I say this, but they'll probably prove me wrong one day. There's no universe where they can overuse Darth Vader in these scenarios. Give it to me every time. Inject it into my veins. Give yeah. me more Darth Vader. Get, respawn. Make a game where I'm just playing as Darth Vader, going around destroying settlements. I just, mm -hmm. I love Darth Vader so much. Yeah, um, it's like the Force, uh, Force Unleashed, dude. When you fucking the tutorial level, you play as Vader, and that was like for me, that's one of the most impactful Vader moments fucking ever. Is getting in there and like learning how to use Force Grip for the first time and Force Throw. You're fucking casting lightning and Force choking Wookies, dude. Throwing them off of buildings, yeah. bashing open doors. It is, <sighs> ooh, yeah, that's it's really the, good. That's the best. It, um, it does not age very well, though. Um, I played it recently, and it it's the fucking well. best. It doesn't matter if it doesn't age well. It's so good. Yeah. It's, uh, so it's good. good. It, it's remake good. it. Just respawn. I, I think it. I should. I, I'm totally down for that. I, That's I another thing I is I want Star Killer to pop up in these fucking games. Star Killer technically not canon though is the problem because the Disney, yeah. the whole Disney thing, like. But Red neither, Star but Killer. neither was fucking, you know, Cad Bane or oh no, Cad Bane always was. Uh, yeah, because he was Man. Clone Wars. Who? Blue. Blue. Blue man. Who's blue? Cad Bane? No, another blue man. Imperial blue man. Big bad of fucking oh, Ahsoka. Uh, Thrawn. Or Thrawn. Yeah, he was Thrawn, Legends only game. until they brought him back too. So I mean, it can happen. Well, I mean, he was in Rebels though. So. Yeah, but Rebels introduced him back into the canon. Uh, he was out. Well, he was out. I mean, I'm fine if they reintroduce Star Killer. Yeah, I mean, they've already they broken should. the rule of two or whatever, whatever it's called, right? The yeah, that's a, fake, that's a fake thing. It's so dumb. That um, gets into some deeper issues with Star Wars, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so can you okay. clarify this for me? Uh, Bode's lightsaber, that was his lightsaber, right? That wasn't Dagon's? Did he steal I don't know, man. You gotta, watch, you gotta watch like a better Star Wars channel than this. This is just kind of talking about the game because there's some weird shit going on. Like the concept of, I'm pretty sure, bleeding your kyber crystal is introduced in a really big way here, which it's been talked about before. Yeah. But we literally yeah. see Garen do it at the start of his thing because he that goes from gold cool. to fucking like red, but yeah. it's not it's not like a pure red because he's not a Sith Lord or something like that. So I'm not sure exactly the lore. Bring up the Wikipedia of. Red. What does that mean? Like, I don't think his not? lightsaber is as red as, like, Vader or Sidious's because Are his Kyra sure? crystal is different, maybe, or hadn't been bled the right I way. I thought it was just as long as you kill a Jedi at some point, you could bleed your crystal. Maybe. I don't know what the rules are for bleeding your Again, crystal. Again, Wikipedia. It was cool to see it. Yeah, yeah for sure. Um, but yeah, I don't, I don't know the answer because I know like both, neither of these people are Sith Lords. You know what I mean? They're just like no, dark no, fallen yeah. Jedi or gray Jedi or whatever side. the fuck. Yeah, yeah. Um... Anyway, Vader kills Seer and bails, and then Cal goes back to the Mantis. And here's another transition that I think is botched as fuck. They go, we gotta pursue, blah, blah, blah. We got the tracker. We're going to Nova Garen to find Bode, who double-crossed us. And then fucking everybody's all hyped up. It's uh, Marin, Grease, Cal, Marin. and BD is all that's left. Yeah. And yeah, they say, Seer, all right, let's haul ass Seer and died. go. By the way, uh, yeah. Vader killed Seer. She kind of like bested him and then decided to do a weird lunge attack that put her very close to Vader and he just turned on his lightsaber and impaled her. Um, yeah. Yeah. So it's sick. She almost does the yeah, same they, to him. Well, I mean, 
Did she not miss? I thought she went between his arms. Yeah, like, she did. <laughs> Vader like, probably like, gave him the old fucking juke, but how do you miss that? You just you uh, you could have thrown your lightsaber. Vader too I, fast. I, you, Vader known fast and nimble. Okay. Whatever. He, he just kind of stumbles. Vader's hips piece. don't lie, bro. <laughs> he got the fucking motion <laughs> of the ocean in there. You can't Idiot. be hitting them like that. Um, oh man. Okay, so. Everyone gets super hyped up. There's this moment, dude, where they're like, we got to go to Nova Garen and track this motherfucker. And they're like, yeah, let's do it. In, in. They put their hands on top of each other and they go, Star Wars on three. One, two, three. Star Wars. And they throw their hands in the air. It's not exactly, it's not exactly that, but it's like this big hype up moment. Grease says, you guys grab some seat. I got the cons. And then you'd think that you're just going to like, zoop. But instead it just gives you control and it's like, access the hollow table. And I'm just called, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like it was like, like a super hype, option, like in bro. pursuit moment, and then all of a sudden, yeah. it just like kind of kicks you to a menu, and I have to like access I the laggy ass hollow table. I know you gotta do the fucking laggy ass hollow table, and then walk to the front of the ship and wait for Grease to fly it, and then have him tell you to take the seat. And then you sit down, and then you finally land there, and then you're back in action. It just like yeah. t- it takes you out a little bit. Like there must be a way to program that to just zip me over to Nova Garen and have me hot. Like keep that momentum story wise. You know what I mean? That's like a technical programming thing. I feel like. Um, no, I think that was just a choice of they don't want to shove you into one mission right after the other. Give you a choice of when you oh, want to side yeah, quest versus when you want to. I guess, but even that quest. could have given me one of those things on the bottom there to be like haul ass or take a second. Um, yeah, because then, even then because even story like, wise, when you get there, it's all on a time crunch anyway. I feel like is they that should the just point of no return at that point. Mm-mm. No, that wasn't the point of no return. So then, if they have you a, I think they, they should have jammed you into it still. Bottom, Hmm? I think I, I don't care either way. I, I don't that didn't that didn't bug me that much to walk to the hollow table. Um I really wrote down it cuts from <laughs> it cuts to accessing the hollow table and, and picking a destination and waiting around for it to land like a jerk off. <laughs> mm. Anyway, you get to Nova Garen and uh man, I loved this actual section of the fucking game. I loved Nova Garen. Did you like Nova Garen as much as I did? Yeah, no, Nova Garen was good. It was it was small, contained, and very like angular. You know what I mean? Like that that uh, yeah that empire feeling. That's the like part that industrial. I liked the most. Like, yeah. and then putting on the fucking ill ass white garb that the ISB does. The uh, oh, dude, imp- what a Star Imperial Wars Security Bureau. Yourself. It's so fucking yeah. sick. Uh, and I it thought, also, I, I thought for sure we were gonna see a Inquisitor there. Um, yes. because they were talking about the inquisitor how they have or, like their they were talking about their yeah. guests or whatever um yeah i thought that as so, well i had a i had to think a weird glitch there a couple funny things like i was supposed to be undercover but i was still wearing my crazy ass fucking hair with the headband <laughs> on dude. so i looked so fucking out of that. place and there was one point where i think bb8 oh my god bb8 that's so bad bd1 is like supposed to hop off of your back to like mm-hmm. Cal has like a voice like a... line where he's like he's like if they see you our yeah. cover's blown but BD1 never gets off my back he just glitched out and fucking like, <laughs> like oh. spasmed <laughs> on my back the entire yeah, time no. dude <laughs> he hit like a vent for me got it got it yeah. pretty pretty funny um this is also where you meet Kata 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 Oh, I forgot. I got all these fucking images that I should have been using. I got a little fucking picture of Kata, but I forgot. I didn't show the Marin one. I didn't show the fucking... that's when they made out. 
Oh yeah, you you did take care of that. Uh, <laughs> I like Keta. Yeah, Kata. she she's Kata. not an annoying child like most children. No, Star Wars has been, I think, very particular about their child actors since mm-hmm. fucking Jacob Lloyd in Episode One and the backlash Tough. that that poor kid fucking got. Uh, like they nailed it with I think the the easiest comparison to make is Leia in Obi Wan. Oh my, so good. Nailed so it good. right, and like this is a yeah. this is a character that's endearing too. You're never gonna believe this, but I've got a problem with the way that they portrayed Kata though, in that it seemed like obviously she is set up to be a Jedi or a Padawan to Cal at some point. Skipping ahead here, but at no mm-hmm. point I feel like it would have been pretty easy for them to. Show that she's show her force sensitive. Yeah, just you know, it's It's implied. You know, she's the daughter of a powerful Jedi or once powerful Jedi. Um, But I wish they would have just you know gone the whole way there. The fact that it's not there is a little annoying. Yeah, I don't know if again, I don't know if I have a problem with that. Um, I think it's also the question of is that being saved for DLC? There was no DLC for the first game. Like I don't think DLC for this game. Yeah. Um but I I don't know. It's always that question of what how much do they want to show? Also, there was a book between the first game and the second game. So it's like, mm. are they gonna write a book about it? I don't know. Yep. Um This is but, where Cal yeah, no, I feel that. embraces the dark side as well for the first time. It is. And it's really cool. Yeah, it's, it's rad. It replaces your L three R three move. And mm-hmm. basically slows down time the same way, but gives you a different move set. It basically gives you Seer's move set. And you like one to two hit everything. Yeah. Uh, For me, everything is now to... one hit. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, you you just tear through. You tear through everything, um, which is really nice. It was very. It was a good power trip moment. I love those moments. Yep. Um, this is also when uh, Marin kind of like pulls you back. You're about to kill someone yeah you're being a real fuck boy it, it only matters because you're in a cutscene, i guess but uh Marin's like don't do it cal find yourself yeah. or something yeah you're, you're gonna kill the uh the bad man leader of yeah. the uh yeah. isb or whatever it only matters when you kill the leaders in a cutscene. other than that yeah. just slay everyone that comes for sure come i've across. racked up like 900 bodies in this game so far and now all of a sudden at a minimum yeah right <laughs> Yeah, but, um, um, you know, I was kind of waiting for the Anakin, like, you lied, you know, yeah. and, like, slamming her into the ground or something. I was I was afraid that Cal would lose control and, like, lash out at, at Marin, but he yeah. didn't, which I was glad about. So now, let's talk about Bode's motivations at this very moment. So, I get Bode's motivations. I think Bode's motivations right now are he was put to infiltrate their team by the director's orders, I believe. And then from there, he was put up by the Empire, by Vader, by who, question mark? No, no, no. He was just put up by that team. Um, Just by the ISB? Just by the ISB. To infiltrate because the ISB ISB does not like the Inquisitorius, so okay. ISB is trying to prove themselves using Bode to take down Cal, right? 
And then Bode sees a chance. Bode's only working for them because he wants to make a better life for his daughter. Okay. So when he learns about um, Tantalor, he sees a chance to get his daughter out of there. So then he's on um, his own mission once he gets the Tantalor codes to get to Tantalor with his daughter. Yes. To yeah. make a new safe so life. The, okay. the reason he lured Cal to that area is to kind of get them off the trail of Bode. Like they kind of distract him with Cal. Big diversion. And Cal can, yeah. Yeah. Cal can also uh, inadvertently destroy evidence of Bode and where he went. Right. Um, okay. So. so then there's a really short moment where you go back to Kobo. Uh, it's like a half mission where you go and you have to set the array to get yourself to Tantalor via some sort of fucking magic. There's been nine different ways to get to Tantalor, and now there's only one way to get there that was taken from you, but now there's a secret tenth way to get to Tantalor, but you just have to go and reset the very first thing that you ever found by putting in secret codes from a video or something. Yeah. Uh, the one part that I did like about this is the quick conversation between Grease and Cal. Turgle? On the radio about who to bring, someone who's like reckless, maybe Turgle. It's like maybe not Turgle. Maybe not Turgle. <laughs> and, and they sent fucking Z, which I think was cool too. Uh, yeah. Who took care of business? And then you know, long story short, we zip zoop off to fucking Tantalor. We get the greasy does it line, which is hot ticket. Um, and we get that very corny but very Star Warsy, and I approve of. I know what you're thinking. Oh, Jake's gonna have a fucking problem with them making out again. I don't have a problem there. It's a good oh, scene. Dude, That's a very Star Warsy scene when they do hilarious. the hyperspace blind and then they fucking hit there and yes. <laughs> Grease is still screaming and they're fucking making out. It's good. I literally, I literally have in my notes: Gang makes the hyperspace jump to Tantalor. Grease is still screaming. Cal and Marin just start making out. Whenever. Yeah, dude. Like as soon as they land, Grease is like ah, and then the Cal and Marin just start instantly turn and start making out. I'm like, yes, yes, my boy, my right. boy. Uh, yes. these two, I have written down, these two just fucking locking lips all the time. And then <laughs> Tantalor is nice, but it's not even like a world. Like there's nothing to explore no. there really. Um, it's, but it, it looks, it looks cool yeah. on your way to the fucking cave. Um, so I have written down here. Fight. Now that final fight, they have the long conversation before it's like a fight and Bode's being a fucking jerk off. Tell me Bode's motives now. So Bode... I, Why? I think Bo, Bo doesn't want other people to come there. He doesn't, I don't think he wants to fight anymore. So by bringing like the order or whatnot, the, the hidden path to yeah. Tantalor, he's afraid that, it, that the Empire will catch scent and attack and find Tantalor themselves. Bo just it wants just feels to like Bode's, have a happy home for his daughter. It, yeah, it feels a little bit like now it's like a bridge too far. It's been pushing it this whole time for like what Bode's motives are and now that Cal is there and Marin is there and Grease is there and he's already there I feel like the answer is just like stop folded in you know what I mean like either try to make amends or go find a new plan because you're the jig is up so I feel like the fact that it becomes a fight to the death with Bode is a really far-fetched like especially with well, the whole thing safety for his daughter I... being the key I agree, but the problem is Bode is affected by the dark side where uh, Kata says after his mom, uh, after her mom died, her dad changed. Yeah, and he's been course. different ever since. So I Tale think is old as time. 
Yeah, he's not rational because he is affected by the dark side. He got what he wanted, and then when he sees Cal there, he's threatened and will do whatever it takes to protect his vision, I guess. Um, which, in the meantime, he puts his daughter in very grave danger by yeah. blasting her and whatever. But yeah, it just all seems a little wonky. I, I think I think it you know it's the same it's the same as you know the end of Return of or Return of the Jedi as the Force of, the Force Awakens as the Revenge of the Sith, where Anakin freaks out when uh, Padme shows up with Obi-Wan. He can't be rational there because he's fallen to the dark side, you know? You turned her so against both. me! <laughs> um, so it's, I think it's very similar situations there um, Yeah. That, that cause, like, there is no rational thought there. And, and, space you know, he, at space that pussy got, got people be acting up, man. Yeah, I mean, honestly. Marin, you lose though. one wife and it's the end of the world. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, but yeah, then you kill Bode. Pretty good fight. I had a good time with it. Ending um, with a blaster is rad. Ending with a blaster is Ending him with just fucking good. two, like, the double tap shots was pretty pretty badass. Yeah, it, it was good. Um, Marin almost bit the dust right there. I thought Marin was... Uh, I didn't think... It. Yeah. I was like, I didn't they think just, that was going to happen. I, I was afraid that they had just set up this romance and then Marin was going to die and then the next game would be Cal struggling with the dark side, possibly. I felt like everybody was good to go once they killed Seer and Old Boy. I was like, okay, that's enough bloodbath. Like, that's like the, that's the thing that I was thinking fair. the whole time is like from the point where they all put their fucking hands together and shoot off to Nova Garen, I was like, okay, this is the squad that makes it out of the game. I don't yeah, think they're killing Grease. I don't think they're killing Marin, and BD One's going to be fine. Like at that point, you'd be taking too many players off of the board going into like a sequel. You know what I mean? Well, and my thought was, is this game called Jedi Survivor because he's the only one that makes it out? You oh know? yeah, that would have been pretty good. Um, because he's the only survivor of what's going on. Um, but it, yeah, it's. Do you it, like the name I'm of this glad. game? It's better than. Jedi Fallen Order. It is better than Jedi Fallen Order. I don't think either of them are particularly strong names. I don't think they're. Great I also names, think it should have been Jedi Survivors, maybe. Like plural. Star Wars Jedi Survivors. That's what the next one's called. That's that's the next one. Please, Star no. Wars Jedi Survivors. All right, what do you think the next one's gonna be? Uh, it's gonna be Star Wars Jedi. Uh, oh God, Jedi Reckoning, or something. Ooh. I don't Star That's Wars pretty Jedi good. Reckoning. Star Wars Jedi Academy. <laughs> oh no, wait, that's already taken. <laughs> I was thinking of like a mashup, like what, Jedi Star Wars Jedi Surviving Order, <laughs> oh like a combination of the first two games. Imagine I don't trying know. to Google anything about that game. You would be lost <laughs> in search a fucking results. mess. Oh um, shit. I think um, Marin's monologue at the end was really good. I liked it. I, I remember you, you texted me that, and I don't yeah. even remember anything about it. It was her monologue to Kata about not letting loss and like anger consume. Oh her. yeah, it uh, felt pretty one of the mill, but it's good. It's it's you know. Uh, I thought it was really good, um, but I also just like Marin's character. Um, a couple more notes that I have. Oh, it should be noted at the end here they. They make like pyre, like funeral pyres for uh, um, Cordova, Seer, and Bode. 
and they mm. burn them. Um, they watch, and then Kata places her little stuffed animal on Bode's funeral pyre. Yeah, pretty good. And then the, the only yeah. thing left is the um, lightsaber at the end. It's pretty cool. And like yeah, yeah, yeah. The lightsaber the was left. Yeah, burning um, all three of those bodies was good, though. I like that scene. Uh, there, yeah, I did I, catch me off guard. They do like the uh, the weird effect that you see in movies sometimes, where one character is super still, and then there's like super fast motion like, going on. Yeah, yeah, like to show that time is elapsing. And when that first happened, well, the game had been like so kind of like janky and shit like that throughout the whole thing. Yeah, of like, I was like, was oh, like, is this a problem? <laughs> yeah, she's supposed I, to be moving yeah. like that. <laughs> I was there, and I was like, is this a bug? And then I realized what was going on. Yeah. And then Cal sees Sears Force Ghost. And she says, protect good. her or teach her or something about referencing yeah. Kata. Yeah. Um, so, and, and then, you know, credits hit. I think he says Star Wars her. Jedi Survivor. Um, I loved it. Uh, oh, um, let's see. I, I have some, like, random notes. Um, yeah. I just have, <laughs> I have Cal just shoots Bo dead LMAO. Um <laughs> And then I said, kind of on the ending, training Kata, I guess, is the end of a, it's probably now a trilogy. And then I liked 40 to 90% of this game in that order. Like, the last 10%, the whole thing on Tantalor, and basically, I don't know, I got super kind of turned off by that whole ending from the point of Seer's death on, or really before that, from the point of Garen's death on. I was kind of questioning the direction that we were going and it never quite resolved for me. I am I sounding a lot harsher. It's always tough when we're a two person podcast and one person is super hot on something and then it forces the other one to kind of play devil's advocate a little bit. And like, yeah. I'm still rating this game like a nine or a 9.5 out of 10 and I fucking loved it. But I just like, I thought there were some things that could have been cooler or better or done in a different way. Yeah. I, I mean, I'd still give this game a 10. It was like, it got better and better and better as I went. It was fun. I love the combat. I love the mm. combat so much. Um, and it, it like fulfilled like, you know, the Marin Cal romance. I love seeing Grease. Grease is hilarious. Any, any line Grease says, I'm, I'm listening yeah, to Yeah, Grease is a fucking all-timer Star Wars character. Yeah, and, and his voice actor... Like there were some scenes where Grease was pretty emotional, and I was like, "That's good voice acting." Yeah, like, that yeah, is, that and I think, good. you know, it's probably worth noting people knock on Cal bad, dude. They do bad. I fucking hate it. I think he's really good. I like him as a Star Wars I like character. Cal, yeah. I think he's an awesome fucking Jedi. Yeah. I think he's like, he's like a super like in a way like modern take on a Jedi. Like I don't think like you could write a Jedi like Cal in the 1970s or like even no. in like the 90s when you were doing like the prequels to the early 2000s mm -hmm. he's very much like a 2023 jedi if that makes sense yeah. like he's yeah. like a moody sad boy you know like he's been through I, shit I and it's like fucking how... affecting him and i dig it like who's the actor yep. cameron monahan i think he does a fucking great job yeah he i think that's how you pronounce his last name um, yeah probably but uh, no, I think I think it's great. I I like Cal. I think people that hate on Cal, I don't know. They just what, what do you want, man? He he's a good character. Mm -hmm. Um, I it's like straight white this, males can't do anything right. 
I know, right? That's a fucking Jeez. joke. That is a fucking Golly. joke, comments. Jesus Christ. Um, <laughs> um, I think I think this game gives perfect uh, doing everything we can to survive, but losing everything in the process vibes. Mm. Like I think, like especially um, Cal's acting alone, you really see where he's struggling to like. Is this fight worth it? Like, I'm losing everything. You know, yeah. like I've lost. I lost my master back in the purge you know i lost my friend in the first game that i, I was sad we didn't with. see any more of him we even mean uh, flashbacks or anything oh jaro to paul yeah because he's dope dude yeah 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 it was cool that I, was one of my favorite kinda, parts of the first one was seeing those flashbacks to that era yeah i agree and also um he is also in the database in this game with a picture of him nice yeah he's a fucking badass he's he's the same race of yeah. people that uh zeb is right i don't know I don't think Harry so. Purple Man. I'm pretty sure How he's Zeb's he, race. I don't think so because he died a very quick in uh, Clone Wars. <laughs> and there's Ravis. Hold on, I'm looking at Ravis right now. Oh, maybe they are the same. I mean, they yeah. got the same no nose type thing. A Lasat, yeah. L A S A T, Lasat, I believe. Oh, that's not what Ravis is. No, no, Ravis is not the same. I'm talking about Jarota Paul. Ravis is Jin Dai. Yes. That's a different thing. Yeah, Jarrod Tapal is indeed a Lasat as Wait, well. Wait, who are you saying Jarrod Tapal is like? I thought you were saying he's like Ravis. No, I was saying he's like Zeb Aurelius from uh, Rebels. Oh, okay, okay, gotcha. I was confused there. I was thinking of purple people, but they are beside each other in the database, and they do look very familiar. Yeah, like yeah, very for sure, for sure. Purple that's people back to like, with no nose. That's back to like the very first thing that we were talking about in this whole... Yeah. podcast was like how star wars does have an affinity for big purple motherfuckers yeah um, um you said you had some monk, other random stuff written down yeah monk the barkeeper really good cool. yeah, yeah. It, we haven't talked much about random of, ass npcs yeah that jar of liquid on his head don't know what that is but he was cool i like the barkeeper gunk um when you walk down the stairs in this game it looks like your hair is charged by static electricity like, <laughs> yeah it does be like flowing kind of it just kind of like sits up on your head yeah the physics engine is like really good in some ways and also kind of like a mess in other ways too like if you just sit there and like do the classic like rotate your left control stick and move cal around he moves around like there is no such thing as gravity it's like every turn that he makes is like the michael jackson fucking super lean (laughs) it's all it's all very interesting um um so there was the gardener. Did you meet the gardener in this game? I met the gardener just out in the field. I never found a single flower to plant. Um, oh, dude, I went I, up there I like just finished my garden earlier. Nice. Yeah, I never found. Uh, how do you find? How do you find seeds? They're literally just plants that have like fireflies flying around them, and if you smack them, you pick up the seed from them. So I'm surprised you didn't get one on accident. I think I know. I've seen like the little green particles and stuff, and I tried to press R3 on them, and I couldn't. I didn't know I was supposed to cut them. That makes sense. Yeah, you just hit them with your cut, lightsaber. You cut the plants. Good I literally thought. just have a note. It says, man, it must stuck to get a Star Wars gig and only talk about fake plants. Because whenever you go back and talk to her, all she does is tell you facts about the plants that you get. Um, uh, oh, when Fallen Order came out, they had these flyers at Walmart that had codes for BD1 skins. And I worked at Walmart, so I took a giant stack of these flyers and started giving them out on Reddit, and I gave out maybe, like, 
300 BD1 <laughs> skins for Fallen Order to people on Reddit. That's uh, fucking hilarious, bro. Dude, it was great. I was like, maybe Respawn will give me something. They didn't. Um, for stealing from Walmart? <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I, you know, they were free. They were free flyers. They were free. You can't steal something I just took a whole stack of them because nobody else was taking them. Uh, yeah, sure. Oh, in the Darth Vader fight, you get into a like tangle with lightsabers, and Darth Vader puts his hand up and holds your lightsaber there while he oh, regains yeah. like his stance. Ah, it's so good. Just yeah, dude, it. it's all put together really well. So good. The Vader shit is fucking prime time. Game I game is this, awesome, dude. It's so good. I thought the seer death scene was really good and like emotional when Cal comes into the frame. Um, and Cal's like weeping. I thought that was very good. Yeah. Um, oh, and then right when we go to, uh, there was a point where I started meditating and the points started turning red as I was meditating. And I was like, are, am I turning? I literally have a note. The meditation points are becoming red instead of a gray slash blue is Cal drifting towards the dark side. And then right after I wrote that, um, I unlocked the power for Cal to embrace his darkness. Oh, no shit. Um, That's a cool touch. Yeah, so the meditation points and, like, skill points thing um, does that. And then right as Grease is about to fly off into the void uh, in hyperspace, he says, Greasy does it, baby. Yeah, I have that written uh, down, too. Greasy does it, good shit. Good. Greasy does uh, it, Yeah, man. Did I survive her? Okay, yeah. the, I got a spoiler for you. Something that we haven't talked about. I have. I didn't do any side quests or anything like that, but my YouTube algorithm knows me better than I know myself, and thank God I didn't see this until after I finished the game. Despite it not being there, when I saw this thumbnail, I was like, "This must be some sort of fake clickbaity shit." Boba Fett is in this game. Oh. So I clicked on the scene, and I was like, "Is this some sort of bullshit?" What I grasp is is that at the end of the Bounty Hunter quest chain, if you kill all the Bounty Hunters, there is a scene where the last bounty is on the girl with the fucking big hat who's been chilling with you the whole time, the girl who runs the bounty stuff. And Boba Fett shows up to take her in. And there's like a four or five minute long scene. It's worth checking out if you're not going to do the, cut, the, the whole quest. But it is very cool. It's voiced by Tamura and... It sounds fucking per. I think it's voiced by. Wow. It could be Bradley Baker or whoever does the Clone Wars and stuff like that. But um, it's it's really I, good, and it's somewhere between like it's like an amalgamation of like the Boba that we know. It's somewhere between like Empire Jedi Book of Boba Fett Mandalorian. You know yeah. he's still thin for that era, but he's kind of like honorable too. They have like a pretty like straight up conversation about like she's trying to say like. Don't let him take me. <laughs> He's like, I'm not going to get in the fucking way. I mean, this is between the prequels and the sequels, so this is before he even worked with Vader, right? No, this is between... Yeah. This is between the prequels and the, the originals. Yeah, you're right. Sorry. Yeah, so this is before he went to the Sarlacc pit or anything. Because that's how... Oh, you're right. This is before we ever yeah. see Boba. This is the first... Yeah, so aside from the Clone Wars, this is the first time that we ever see... Oh or yeah, yeah, the yeah. Clones. Where does yeah. this take place alongside Rebels? Uh, uh, don't God. don't even fucking worry about it. Listen to a podcast that knows Star Wars better. We know video yeah. games and like Star Wars. I think this is like I think we this don't is know like Star Wars and like video games. 15, 20 years after the purge. 
him ABY or BBY? Uh, ABY. I don't know. No, it's not. It's BBY. BBY? Uh, Battle of Yavin. Return of the Jedi is the mark in which we measure all Star Wars years. So if we're in like 15 BBY, it's 15 years before the Battle of Yavin, which is 15 years before Return of the Jedi, which is my estimate of when this takes place. And then ABY is like, you know, it's like 20 ABY would be like Force Awakens. It's 20 years after the Battle of Yavin. Battle of Yavin 4, which is the... This is this is uh, nine BBY. Yeah, all right. I wasn't far off. So, so it's nine years before Jedi, which means it's probably like six, five or six years before A New Hope or something like that. I want to say that takes place in a pretty rapid amount of time. I don't know. Let's close so, this thing out. What else? Uh, anything else you got to talk about for Jedi Survivor? I feel like we did a, you know pretty bad job of going through the story Uh, (laughs) all things considered but i think it allowed us to get our thoughts out you know onto paper and we have to loop it around something we could probably have framed the opening of the episode better um i i want it to be known obi-wan takes place on in 10 bby this Mm. game place takes place in 9 bby so this happened after obi-wan nice so um no dude i i just love this game i'm gonna grind out the platinum um, nice. before Bre- uh tears of the kingdom comes out um i could not and be we'll... i well i take i the only way i could be more happy with this game is if the performance was better on launch they could have yeah. delayed it by like six months fix things up and i think uh this game would be an easy 10 for sure yeah absolutely i Love think this game. a little more time in the oven would have been good uh for you know, let's the for the people that watch spoil list and also game list. Yeah, let's loop in this in. 10. Let's loop this into the whole thing. We'll obviously we'll talk about this game in a much more abbreviated state uh, in just a couple of days on our episode of May game list mm-hmm. proper, which is our podcast about our game of the year one month at a time. Please follow and subscribe. We love you. Uh, and in this, we rank our game of the year as we go. So right now, as it stands, uh, let me bring up my game of the year list and yours so my game of the year list if we're just talking about everything ooh, this is a spoiler here's a spoiler on your spoil list for um the next episode of game list that's not which allowed is, bro that game didn't come out this year mine did uh chia which is my number one game of the year number two is xenoblade future redeemed that's your that's your special. It didn't come out this year, bro. Listen, you have Destiny Two on yours, bro. <laughs> I don't want to fucking hear it. Three is Hogwarts Legacy for me, and then four is Jedi Survivor. It's above uh, Theater Rhythm, Hi-Fi Rush, and Prime Remastered. So it's a top five game. Will it stay there? I don't know. Zelda comes out in a week and a half. Sure. Uh, currently, you? my list is one is still Hogwarts Legacy. Mm. Um, surprising it surprises me that it has stayed that high this long Uh, two Star Wars Jedi Survivor three Resident Evil 4 remake four Dead Space remake and five is Dead Island 2 a surprise I might like this game more than Hogwarts I don't know I I slotted it in below but yeah they they both hit the uh, nostalgia aspect mm-hmm. for me growing up on star wars and ha- on in harry potter um but i think like the only reason um i think Her- hogwarts legacy is higher is because 
I've already had other Star Wars games. Mm. And like Hogwarts was so magical that I it was so magical and like like flawless. Like I had yeah. no no bugs, no performance issues. Yeah, you're right. Just, you're right. I'm with you. Yeah. I, that's why that's why I think Star Wars is a, a spot behind it. But yeah. yeah, that does it. I would say, you know, I feel like we take too long on our plugs sometimes because if you're just like an internet person that was able to find us in some way, whether that's through a podcast or a YouTube video, then you're smart enough to do what we want you to do, which is like click our names on other platforms or say something nice or click a thumbs up arrow. Like you guys know the drill. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. <laughs> we appreciate it. Greasy does uh, it, baby. Greasy does it, baby. Oh. <laughs>